I mean, maybe just come out with one story based on how the arena came about or something. Or, yeah, you know, K- you know. KO losing his hand. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Or maybe a, a Victor story so everyone can hate him more. <laughs> how he's like stealing money from the poor or something. <laughs> well, everyone no, seems no, to hate no. him. That's, you know? that's Rackney. He's plundering the poor. Ah, I see what you're doing there. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Big Deck Energy. Today we are on episode 29. We're going to be going over some of our group's RTN experience. We'll be covering a little bit of the new set that we've heard some teasers about. It sounds like we're going to be in a new place that'll excite many um, uh, historically unexcitable players. And uh, we're just going to get into a little tech talk, I believe. But... uh, you know, I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and go first because I've probably got the smallest amount to contribute to like the RTN and everything. Uh, my weekend fab was ditching the idea and pipe dream of bringing Riptide and yes. doing good with them to an RTN. Fine. I have decided to scrap that idea. I have once again gone back to my old home of Mex and uh, in the testing that I was playing against Wesley's KO. Uh, it felt good. It felt really good. Like I'm talking, I was probably averaging 18 damage a turn with a big turn pushing 39 damage. Oh yeah. That's back so to, back to the roots. That that that's my that's gonna be my bread and butter next weekend. I just hope the fickle mistress that is Dash decides to bless me with good deck draws, cause. Mm-hmm. The number one enemy of that deck is itself. <laughs> yeah. How often are you hitting like your second cycle with Dash? Like you're playing like Tekla Leveler, straight boost, right? What's a second cycle? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> I either win or I don't. Right, there's no, right. there's no second cycle. <laughs> and you don't like blocking either, so it's a true race whenever you're playing clip. <laughs> mm-hmm. But unless you're unless you're like forcing some on hit for discard sure, or course. like not giving me go again, I'm probably just going to eat it because I can throw back double what you're giving me. Yep. Well, I'm glad that you've and finally come to your senses, you know, Spice I'm still uh, I'm still on the blaster plan. I'm just going to refuse to say the first name so you guys don't get to give me shit about it because <laughs> the way the, the way the deck is set up, it, it just feels so nice. Just every other turn, getting that free five damage overpower. Yes, sir. But yeah, that's my short little weekend fab is I'm back on to Dash, and I'm hoping she's going to treat me well. Well, good. So I'll let, you, I'll let you guys, Um, I don't know who we want to have go second. Do we want to save kind of the nitty-gritty for the person that actually went to RTNs? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah I don't, th- uh, Josh, you or Bailey did not play any fab this weekend, did you? Yeah, uh, I did not play any outside of some talishar stuff i did Uh, not as well got back from a flight so was in old mexico and proposed the old lady so oh yeah congrats thank you thank you join the club man yep it's all downhill from here (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> or uphill? Is it uphill? Uh, is it downhill? It's an uphill battle. It's one of them. <laughs> it's either way. <laughs> but um, yeah, not much fab from me either. Uh, I will not be able to make it to next week either. I got a big event going on for the new ballpark thing in Minnesota. But um, Ty, you hit an RTN. I did. I did. Um, so I played in the RTN in Minneapolis this weekend at Dumpster Cat Games. Shout out to those guys. It's always a pleasure playing there. It's a really cool spot. Um, attached to a pizza parlor right next to them. Good pizza, too. They have good beer. Oh, yeah. I always make the joke it's, like, dangerous playing there because it, it is beer right there like, for when you, you know, X2 and scrub <laughs> out. <laughs> but, um, no, no, it was good, man. Um, I, I played Teclo. Um, you know, I will say... I uh, was kind of like worried going into the tournament. You know, I think I expect, uh, expressed it to you guys in the Discord just about, you know, some. I could just get matched up with like a couple drum eyes and maybe a prism and get dumpstered all day. You know, if I, if I, if the gem gods don't grace me with the matchups, you know, I can just kind of, my tournament ends before it even begins, you know? Yep. Um, and that's, I mean, I don't want to say that's what happened, but that is kind of what happened. I, I lost two. Well, so my day started out against, um, a Max player uh, named Gabriel, uh, very very nice guy. Deck was actually very good too. Seemed very consistent. Seemed like he has been working on it like uh, for a while. He transformed into the construct very early, and I remember thinking, "Oh, this is perfect." He did it too early, right? But he kind of played around and just like did this. He he wasn't really attacking with it every time. Uh, every turn, I want to say. Um, he did hit like a high octane turn, which allowed him to attack a couple times with it, and blew my whole hand up, and then like still snuck in, I think, 15 or 16 damage afterwards, which, mm. you know, put me in a tight spot. Um, but I, I did withstand all of the attacks on the construct um, and then ended up on two life at the end of the game. He had four cards in deck, uh, all blues, and then he just kind of lost the ability to have go again. Um, because he didn't have a deck, so I was able to just block his one attack per turn and fatigue him out. Um, honestly, that that game felt... I mean, generally when I'm playing mechs, I feel comfortable, and that game did not feel comfortable at all. I was yep. telling him, like, man, you are onto something with this deck, because it was, it was very, you know, a lot faster than most mechs I've seen. Um, but I ended up winning that one by the skin of my pants and <laughs> started the day out 1-0, so that was good. Um, round two, I played into, uh, Luke Magnuson, uh, very good player in the Minnesota area. He was on Phi. I mean, just kind of lost to, you know, typical Phi stuff. Um, I remember going first in that. I, I like to go first in a lot of games. Um, but in that game specifically, my draw, that very first few turn cycles can either, like keep me in the game or keep me out of the game yep. i drew no evos no d reacts like the perfect turn one against the fire turn zero is you just play an evo arsenal your your sink sink below um so that didn't happen second cycle or uh, second turn no no evos no d reacts it was just kind of a clunker of a start for me um was forced to block a lot with my armor from hand which made me have to save cards to scrap so it was kind of like doing the scrap plan which is generally better against guardians yep. when you're doing the scrap plan against aggro decks it it can hurt um so yeah he kind of just i mean i don't think i did a damage to him he Oof. he ended the game at 40 plus um or uh yeah i think it was just 40 but uh round three 
so yeah, went, I was one on one at that point. Um, round three, I played a dash. Uh, my opponent sat down and said he was on dash. And I was like, shit, another mech. Okay, they're pretty fast. He proceeded to flip over his armor, and I was like, oh, he's on like fatigue dash. Yep. I was like, this is great. <laughs> I was, I'm probably 90% into this matchup or something. You know? Yeah. Um, ended up really, I mean, I won that game pretty handedly. Uh, transformed into singularity at the end of the game. You know, set up the tanks, did did the crazy thing. Yep. First time I got to combo all day. That was cool. Um, so started the day, or I was two and one at that point, feeling good. Techlo was humming. Every time I told someone I was on Techlo, they'd do the typical, oh, dude, no way, what? <laughs> you brought a shitty deck? <laughs> you actually brought him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but then we had like a halftime where they gave us pizza. It's always good. they had the pairings up already. Oh, yeah, they have really good pizza, too. There's just, like, always good. 10 pizzas in the yeah. middle of them, you know. Immaculate. Yeah, it was awesome. Bunch of nerds. <laughs> um, but the pairings were up. So for 30 minutes, I sat there, and I, and I knew I was playing Joseph, Joseph Mendez, another uh, buddy from the Minnesota area, good player. Always a pleasure playing him. Um, and I asked Dietz. I know Dietz was sitting there. I was like, hey, do you know who Joseph's on? And he just turns around. And he goes, Joe, what are you on? And he just yells across the room. <laughs> I'm like... He's like, uh, he's on Dromai. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I was just hoping he wasn't on Dromai. I know he plays Dromai. Yep. That's kind of an auto loss for me. And it was. That game didn't feel close at all. Um, so then I was 2-2 two and two at that point. Um, and then the round after that, I played into something I've never seen before. Very cool deck. Uh, my opponent's name was Cole. Played against him multiple times over the years. Also another good dude. I feel like I say that about everyone. They're all good yeah, dudes. Yeah, they're all they're all great dudes. For the most part. Um, but he was on a Centauri Saber hot streak build on Dory. And let me tell you, man, you know, when I'm so used to blocking Kasai's with armor and stuff, not worrying about things like reprise, it was annoying. His reprise was on like it was reprise I mean, brutal well and you're not really expecting it from the dual wield thing you know mm -hmm. and then but like he was really taking advantage of it with like his dory um triggering on his sword at attacks which like hot streak would get go again and then for the turn right it has go again yep so then if that ever hits you get to attack again with it yep because of dory and that was just something i was very unfamiliar with and hadn't seen so i'd like to think that like i lost that game it did feel like there was a few turns where i probably could have done things differently to give myself that one extra turn because my singularity was that next turn cycle. I, if I can just draw that hand and somehow survive in singularity, I probably win. But, um, he got me on like a double singing steel blade at the end. When I Oof. blocked him hand and pumped it up to like 11 and yeah. Routed me and did all the things. double singing bl steel blade. You get the, uh, got a route. response a route. route. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It was I good. know that play. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, I bet you do. It was uh No, that 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 one uh I mean that one kind of ended my day honestly and it um it sucked. I, I do want to say it sucked cuz I like felt like I was probably uh ahead for most of that game and it kind of just slipped away. Um and yeah, I mean Cole's a great player too. He's always on some really cool brew. Like last yeah. time I played him, he reminded me that he was on like Hatchet Dory. Yeah. You know, he's always doing some crazy shit. Um, he's a he's a Dory player to the end. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think he's like always been on Warriors since I've, dual wield Warriors. Yeah, yeah. You're always right. dual. You're right. Warrior. Now that I think of it, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after that kind, of, you know, that was kind of when I just went and got a beer. I was like, ah, fuck, it's time to drink. You know, yep. <laughs> one more round. You know, I'll try to go three and three, maybe salvage some Elo. And 
lo and behold, I get paired into good buddy Sean from, from our team and him and I played in the old basement at Dumpster Cat. They yes. have this little walk-in cellar basement place <laughs> that you go down into and there's a couple tables set up down there. Um, and uh, yeah, smacked up Sean. Uh, wasn't gonna steal my they elo. Take the O2 drops, man. Oh, I mean, it was the it was the scrubs. <laughs> yeah, it was the dredges of the tournament down there at that point. <laughs> the gulag, one may say. It was the last round. Um, and yeah, just playing for elo at that point. Um, got to yeah. maintain the elo. Sean was on Phi. Um, his deck is a lot different than Luke's deck. Um, so I just like to think also. I I mean, I've played against Sean plenty of times on that deck, so I kind of know what Sean's doing with it. But yep. you know, I. I told him this week he should just switch to KO or some some go crazy you know Fi, Fi is like go crazy but KO's just go more crazy <laughs> like, yeah does more damage probably I more want Sean him, style I want him to play Kasai really I, I really do I yeah. think he'd like it I mean it's kind of like that mid-range deck that's uh, not like two aggro where yeah. you can have your aggro turns but not at the same time yeah. you can play defensive but no, sounds like you had a decent time. No, it wasn't bad. Like, Teclo was fine. Uh, I think my deck list was solid and strong. There's not many things, if anything, I'm going to switch this weekend. There might be one or two cards. Um, and, I, and I was happy that, like, the deck didn't embarrass me, you know? Like, that was also the risk you run of bringing a deck like that. You just can get embarrassed. Not um, going 03 drop or, or anything just, yeah, like that, just, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I would like to think that it performed well. I just kind of... Got unlucky with pairings and then, you know, lost a close one that I probably could have, like I said, played a little differently if I would have known exactly what he, what's going on. You know, mm-hmm. I just didn't really know what the fuck was going on in that yep. game against Cole where it was just, and against a warrior, you don't, you want to know what's going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a really good day, man. It was I, the Minnesota community. I can't express enough how like awesome our community is. And it's so fun to see those guys like, you know, once or twice a year we do, um, and and yeah, you know, we all showed up with our shirts this time. Yes. <laughs> so we actually looked like a functioning team. Do want do want to give a shout out to the two awesome. guys on our team that did make top eight, uh, Wes and Carter on Arachne and Kale. They did get beat in the top eight right away, but uh, hey, good job guys for making it to top eight. Yeah. Yeah. I, Wes. Uh, props. Yeah. I know Wes was. Go ahead, baby. He was talking about it in our fab group chat throughout the week and. Yeah, he, uh, he seemed pretty nervous. Yeah, it was his first. Uh, he decided to come down and just clap. First RTN, man shows up and he pulls a top eight. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. That's some big deck energy right there. Damn right. He said it Going, was his uh, first, ar- or first event above an armory Yep. ever. Yep. So yep. Uh, goes to show how like skilled he is at, at the game, you know, with oh, yeah. a little more polishing. I mean, he can, he can play for contention at any of these. You oh, know? yeah, big time. He probably lost some games just due to maybe not knowing, you know, like I think against Dylan, he had said that like he maybe played into what Dylan was doing instead of just doing what he was trying to do. Like, mm-hmm. you know, do what your deck's doing a little more type yep. of thing, you know. And That's what I've been trying to establish with him is, yeah, the game, they might be doing some tricky things, but for deck uh, like KO, who you're running, it's kind of a polar opposite of Bravo, where Bravo wants to have some sort of interplay against the other deck. KO just wants to focus on KO unless they're going to give some on hit very much like a mech. That's very aggro in that aspect of it, where he just wants to focus on himself. He just wants to do what he does, which is create a shit ton of mites, create an agility and swing for 16 to 20 a turn. He just Mm -hmm. wants to do his thing. 
And I do also want to give another shout out to uh, another listener on BDE, uh, Gabriel Guerrero. Your round one match into that max. Um, he's the guy that approached me at the case tournament me and Wes oh, no went shit. to, where um, I brought that max deck to test out and I got absolutely stomped on. He actually watched the game against Sebastian on Levy and he watched me get the construct out, attack once with it, and then Sebastian blew up my construct. And at that point, it's just like, well, shit, I'm done. <laughs> so. Oh. I just wanted to give a shout out to Gabriel. Congrats on making top four and getting your qualification for Nats, dude. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I did not know that that was the guy that recognized you, Cliff. Uh, maybe I just don't have the sultry voice that you do. <laughs> he didn't recognize my voice or or something. But you can't you can't whisper into people's ears like I can. <laughs> Cliff's got a pretty distinct voice. Not gonna lie. Yeah, he does. The old big red dog. <laughs> um, but yeah. So uh, also Carter. Congrats to him. Arachne, you know, he's put the reps yeah. in on that deck. I feel like that's the type of deck that's going to reward pilots for putting the deck uh, or, or the reps in. Also, like, I mean, you can catch people that are just like, oh, shit, what is this deck even doing? Because, like, not many players are on Arachne, you know? It's the same thing, like, I feel Arachne like... Arachne is sneaky good right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think so. Um, there was two Arachnes in the top eight. I guess I can go over the top eight of our RTN here. We had um, a Kasai. We had a Combo Bolton. We had Dorinthia. Uh, a KO, Wes, shout out Wes. The only KO in the top eight. Mm-hmm. Good for you, man. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I mean, didn't he just put the deck together recently? Like, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, two Arachnes, um, Carter being one of them. Uh, we had a Katsu as well in the top eight. And then, yeah, the max player, Gabriel. Pretty what crazy. What an absolute <laughs> lineup on that top eight. Yeah, I know. that's, it's pretty, that's pretty a good spread. It just goes to show you that you can fucking play anything. Like, just... Just play what you like right now. This is like the perfect meta for... I was, I was just about to say, perfect meta. We're not stuck in that triangle where it's Lexi. No, there's him. there's like, truly no, no triangle right now, no. I don't think. There's definitely like maybe like a triangle in archetypes where there is like fatigue decks right now. There are like kind of the aggro, you know, more aggro decks like KO and, and maybe Katsu and the ninjas and stuff. I mean, shit, that max deck was a definitely crazy comes, aggro deck. It definitely comes down to like being familiar with your deck and the pilot skills that you have behind your deck right yep. now. It's it's oh, yeah, anybody's so game, like yeah, I we think were so saying, too. which is good. But um, Bolton won the event. Uh, shout out John Magnuson. I believe, I believe John is on the Wolfpack. So. I think so. Yeah, he's he's kind of... Uh, yeah, he's a he's a really good player. He wins a lot of our events. We had two Wolfpack players in that time. I believe actually that's who Wes uh, lost to. Was it in the top eight? Yeah, Bolton. Yeah, he lost to John. Yes, it Bolton. was to the Bolton, I believe. Yep. Hey, if you're gonna lose to somebody, lose to the winner, right? I actually told him. I said, "Hey, man, don't just try not to beat yourself up. Like you did so well, you like surpassed most what most people could ever hope for to yeah. go the, to their first RTN." Yeah. And I, you know, I tried to, you know, tell him, "Look, like he's he's a really really good player. Like it was, you know, you can't." beat yourself up too much. Wes might get an invite to the Wolfpack here pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <okay. laughs> yeah, um, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, are you guys, Cliff, you said you're coming up this weekend, right, to RTNs? Or, I guess, coming down, because you're up north. Yeah, I should be coming down, and uh, like I said, I'm just going to be bringing all reliable. I'm going to try to no. give Dash another run here. Uh, it's... She, she feels like she's got the tools, man. Yeah. The interactions are there. You just gotta, you just gotta take your, uh, 
take your opportunities. Well, you've had a lot of reps on her the... too, like what Josh was saying. Like, I feel like that's just important right now. <laughs> yeah. You've played a lot of dash, so you know exactly what the fuck's going on and, you know, when to pull the trigger and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's everything. Just constantly pull the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As in Cliff does. Bailey, are you playing in the RTM this weekend? Question mark? I'll be working. <sighs> Unfortunately. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Two out of the four. Yep. Wish I could make one. Yeah, that's all right, though. I mean, shit, you know, it happens. I know we got the ProQuest that... Uh, did we even announce that? We didn't even announce that. We should oh, probably... Yeah. We can save that to the end, too. I mean, we could even bring this up now just as a sidebar. Our last episode got lost in the ether, so I do want to apologize to any listeners that were looking forward to an episode this week. Um, we did record one. We actually had a fun episode where... We had some listeners come on and ask us questions live, and I think we're going to do that th- same same thing next weekend Yes, um, with those same uh, listeners because I don't want them to, you know, feel like we lost their, no. you know, content. <laughs> it, was, it, it was good. It was good, too. Hopefully, maybe even more. Yeah. If yeah, we definitely. got time for it. But um, um, you want to rip that announcement? Uh, yeah. Well, so... After shit, we've been playing at Legends for what three, four years now, I think, yeah. something like that. Um, we got our first pro quest at Legends on Main in Watertown. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of crazy, insane little card shop that could, you know. Yeah, I mean, we've always had a good representation too, and even when Bates was like the head judge in Minnesota, he was saying to us like, "Hey, Legends is like a top, top uh, mm-hmm. shop." So, in terms of just like a. Yeah, like uh, attendance, yep. attendance yep. and stuff. Which is, I, I think, I mean, pro quests are generally given out uh, based on that type of stuff. Like, if you're not firing every week and with, with good numbers, like, I don't think you'll be getting pro quests very, mm-hmm. very often, you know? Um, so, yeah, it's, it's good to, I don't know, get a little recognition, man. It's pretty awesome. It'll be, it'll be good. And depending on, like, player cap and whatnot... Um, also, I mean, we can just announce that too. I mean, we've kind of already talked about it. We will, we will not be capping it. Nope. Um, the event will be held at the community center, which is a block from the uh, the card shop. And we highly recommend going to the card shop. It's a cool yep. little area, and they got they got Italian ice and stuff there that you can snack on and stuff like that. But the community center will be plenty big for yeah. It's, we're gonna have a lot just, of players. The, the issue that we ran into really with it was like if. If we do it in-house and we do it at the shop, we would have to cap it. And even if we capped it at 32, that's still like we would have to move a ton of stuff around the shop to even mm-hmm. fit like that amount of tables. And Because, um, I mean, we are it's a pretty small like sports memorabilia shop. We kind of play in the back room sort of, you know, yep. a little. Yep. You know. Yeah. It's good vibes. No, it's, it's a great shop. Like we have just such a good community there, I think. Absolutely. Um, that we've built over the years and. Yeah, it's just cool to like get recognition and like I mean a lot of our players from the cities just have never been to Legends because we're so far out. We're about a forty-five to an hour drive from. It's it's most. honestly one of the easiest drives. You it is ever. No, have. it's a straight shot. You go down just two twelve or whatever highway. Th- you th- just go down ninety-four, three ninety-four, and yeah. six. Yep. It's the easiest drive yep. ever. It's literally make two turns and you're there. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Um, so yeah, I can't wait for that. No cap. We're gonna nope. try to get as many players we can in that in that biatch, and we want to. And I know the sh- one of the shop uh, workers there um, talked to us, and he's like, "Why don't you guys get a BDE corner going and like interview some of the people in the top eight and stuff?" So <laughs> have the judge open yeah. his pack. Oh, uh, I have to get you that video. Yes, we got Peter's uh, judge pack this this weekend too on that, video. That'll so. be good. He said we could use it for good. content. So. Good, good, good. 
We always love extra content. <laughs> Can't complain. But um, why don't we get into some of the bigger news that we got this week? We are getting some news about the new set already. Hate talking about this when a set yeah, comes out a month later. You just said that too. You just said that last week. Like teasers for it. And it's interesting. Hopefully the yeah. ninja players are happy. Do uh, you want to go over the name what? of it? I don't know. Dylan seems kind of upset by the news. I know that we are diving right into the Mistland, so it's called Part the Mistland or the Mist Veil. Yep. So it's based on the Mistlands. Do you want to just read that little excerpt? Yeah, I'll, I'll read it there. So it reads: For ten thousand years, our ancestors have walked the path well traveled. Like the tiger stalking its prey, they have waited. Like the snake hiding in the murky water, they have waited. Like the waning faces of the moon. They have waited. Until now, the truth lies beyond the mist. But um, no, we're getting right into some of these interesting new sets. And with the picture that they presented, it looks like we had some talk about potentially the Icelander with the white hair or even maybe a different kind of no, I think, um, illusionist. I mean, maybe? I think it's like the generic illusionist. The, the blue and the blue, yes, the blue one that we've all been waiting for. I, I forget her name. Um, she's on one of the yeah. flicker trick, right? I think is the card. You know, I want to say Carter actually put it in the. Um, he definitely did. Discord. He did. Amira Surana, that is the hero's name, and she is the like blue themed illusionist on all these cards. It is on flicker trick, right? Yep. Is that, yep. Yep. You're right. Yep. Um, something about the little, like, few sentences that they gave us, I, fo- I thought, uh, there's probably something to, to gain from this, like, or like hints, honestly, the tiger stalking its prey makes me think t- crouching tigers, like maybe mm-hmm. the new ninja will be like tiger cr- or, you know, crouching tiger theme, giving like the it's Phoenix flame vibes for, you know, from five. Could we potentially get a new Ira, an well, old Ira? So I don't know about that because Ira, I think, is based in the story like five thousand years before. Like, yeah, the Ira is like dead. Yeah, she's like. A, what if she got resurrected? I mean, what if Necromancer incoming? <laughs> right. Somehow. Necromancer ninja. Hello. Oh, <laughs> is uh, that what I'm hearing? I'm not really sure what this whole snake hiding in the murky water thing is, but I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of snake theme token thing. Is that, do you want is uh, that the do, necromancer question? No. No. Or would that be ne- a necromancer doesn't feel is, like it fits here. This feels like mystical and not wrong. Is, um, we have the tigers, like the ethereal tigers, right? That the ninjas can create and attack with. Mm-hmm. Are What are they actually classified as? Like what's their type? Are they just like a, is it ephemeral? Is that what they have as the card text? You mean, yeah, yeah, but I think they're just actions or attack actions still. Yeah. Like they're considered an attack action. I'm wondering if maybe that we're going to have a ninja kind of operate closer to an assassin with the snake now, maybe spawn something akin to the blood pox tokens or actually do that while still maintaining some of the ninja combo abilities. Sure. True. Um, The waning, or the waning faces of the moon make me just think wizard, obviously with the waning moon reference. Um, Also something that, uh, Dylan brought to my attention this weekend. Um, if we do get a ninja, an illusionist, and a wizard, that will be kind. This is going to be kind of the 
sister set to Uprising. Uprising 2.0? Um, Uprising was very red-themed, draconic, mm-hmm. you know, so maybe we get the opposite of that. Um, blue not really, illusion. Not really sure what that is, what the opposite of that is, but, like, this set is very blue and seems more calm and cool. And yep, yep, so I agree. So maybe the, maybe the new talent, um, they, they did, we should say, they did uh, announce that there will be an all-new talent that has never been seen before in Wraith with this set. Uh, which makes me think something, you know, opposite of of draconic water. Uh, they're good. They're Mist. gonna bring the alchemist in. They're gonna have a Guinness what you need in there, just doing random shit with potions. Oh, That's don't get Bailey hard right now, because <laughs> he will. He'll get hard over Guinness. <laughs> you know how cool that would fucking be, but he can't be an alchemist, man. He's a merchant. He's the merchant alchemist, man. Hey, he's no. seen some shit. We all know. No, no, no. Just give me a doll Guinness. Can't no, believe we're getting a bunch of new ninja stuff, though. I know. Feels like, hey, yeah, for real. pipe them down. I feel, that's <laughs> true. That's true. Feels like like we're always giving ninja stuff, you know? Well, I mean, yeah. good good that we can well, hopefully get a good set. Don't let them hear you say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I know. It's weird, though, because like there's only two ninjas, right, in CC that you can play? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, weird. Too. With, with all the like support they've gotten... The fact that they, they have, have like, so much support, and the fact that they only have two heroes, though, kind of blows my mind. Yeah, but there was four the blitz heroes. There was four blitz heroes. Is the is the weird thing? Yeah, blitz is. I don't know if you can even like compare or or like take anything from that because like blitz is so fucking weird and all over That's the true. place. You know, That's they have. It, it's just yeah, it's just a weird like format in terms of just like class balance. Um, but. Yeah, no. this this set. I mean, dude, it, it it's gonna be pretty sweet. It looks cool. This this initial art we have is sweet, and it does look like we're probably getting some arcane stuff, some illusionist stuff, maybe. Good. You know, um, give me another wizard. Are uh, we gonna are we gonna keep up with the old three class six hero thing? That seems to be working. Seems to be kind of. I like it. Seems re- seems really good, especially for the limited aspect. I yes. absolutely love it. Yeah, I think. In terms of lim- yeah, limited especially is where it, um, where I think it's going to shine. Did you also hear the changes in limited that they're thinking about doing for sealed? Or, or yep, yeah, I'm sorry, it is it is sealed that yep. the changes are coming. Where eight packs, you get eight packs and thirty cards. Yep. specifically has to be thirty. Yep, you cannot make more than a thirty card deck, which I think is good because let me tell you the when we did limited and I was able to almost fit every kind of one of my cards in my limited limited deck i was able to have like 35 or 6 and that definitely makes yeah. an edge you will yeah having more deck. than 30 always just ensures that like you will be the one to fatigue your opponent yep. or you just have that insurance in case they're trying to do it to you the fact that they are taking that away makes me think they just don't want fatigue to be a part of limited you know um i think i think even brian gottlieb said on or seen, another limited but on a pod episode of Flakes, I think it was, that they really want to steer away from the whole fatigue aspect. I thought he was saying he still wanted to kind of respect it, though, because I, I actually know what you're what you're referring to, because he was saying, like, how he knows, he understands how, like, players don't like it, but it's also, he wants it to still be a part of Fab, or yeah, they just don't maybe ever, just not limited. They just don't so. ever want it to be an old him fatigue ever again. Or, like, Teclopiles, dude, that was the worst. You know, that felt yep. terrible. Yep. That felt absolutely terrible, where you just, like, Everyone is just on this techlo pile, and you can like, I mean, essentially, you could 
have most of the fucking eight person pod on a Teclo. You yeah. Know? Like there's yeah. probably one dash and one max and the rest are Teclo. Like how often did that happen? The the weird thing is I, I always kind of dug the idea of crack shuffle play mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem like crack shuffle play is really viable in any of these sets where we have the six heroes, you know, and it's not all one card pool, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird, but also kind of good, I guess, in a sense. I mean, crack we didn't shuffle play felt like an afterthought, like they were kind of like, it, oh, wait, we could do this yeah, yeah. after the set was made. I think it's just good for new player bases, like really good for new player bases to get people into the game. Yeah. But at the I same agree. point, you can't really have that be a top tier event type thing, yeah. like maybe a skirmish, maybe. And that's like no. at that. No, I, I think you just keep that casual because yeah. I mean, you could just get absolutely boned. That's true. Your three packs could just. It be... also didn't make sense because you don't start with like a full set of equipment. Neither that's one true. of you in in six packs have a full set of equipment, so how, you can't true. actually like play with just the three packs. And I thought that was like kind of the design of it. Yeah. And like here we are, we just kind of already it's already done and gone, and we've already forgot about crack shuffle play. You know, doesn't yeah. seem like a thing that will be coming back anytime mm, soon. You know? Unless we get that all wizard set. Right. You'd have to have a set that has God, that'd be such an interesting set to bring it back piece. for. I know. I know. But I don't know. I I just think that the whole, you know, limited aspect, they've really changed the game mm-hmm. in that whole whole aspect. This with the seal change that they're gonna do with the whole, you know, drafting with six heroes, you got three and three. It seems to work out better and a lot of people like it. You know what I just realized, Josh? This first line on this says, for 10,000 years, our ancestors have walked the path well-traveled. I was just saying how, like, Ira's, like, 5,000 years old. (laughs) Like, what if they do give us some sort of adult Ira? That's why I was saying it. (laughs) I mean, we are playing, like, a... Because we don't know how old half the other heroes are. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I know. I think, I think right now, though, the story, like, there is a story being told that they're going, you know... Yeah. Building towards this ultimate like. Have we battle. still gotten anything on heavy hitters? No lore. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I don't think there's really lore space for. But it, again, though. I don't know if there's like meant to be. Maybe there's just like, hey, there's this just like arena and there's tournaments there, and we get a snippet with this set kind of into the arena, and that's just that's just kind of it. Maybe True. there is no like. I mean, maybe just come out with one story based on how the arena came about or something. Or yeah, you know, K- you know. Ko losing his hand. Or, yeah. Or, yeah, or maybe a, a victor story so everyone can hate him more. <laughs> How he's like stealing money from the poor or something. <laughs> well, everyone no, seems no, to hate no. him. That's you know? that's Rackney. He's plundering the poor. Ah, I see what you <laughs> did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> but um, no, I mean it always feels cruel talking about some of these new sets as soon as we get one. No, you know? I know. I mean, but, it is going to come out in a few months though. It's kind of crazy how like how yeah, like you said, a set will come out and. A few weeks later, we're on to the next one. You know? Lo and behold, a few weeks is like a month almost by time flying by. You oh, know? dude. Yeah, it doesn't slow down. No. It's so fast. No. It goes by so fast. But we're supposed to get three sets this year, right? Yeah, I think it's three. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Three per year or is it four? I think it's three. Okay. Right. I don't know. Because it would always be two supplemental and one draftable or two draftable and one supplemental. But... um. I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think, think for classes? What do you, what's our final? I, I do. Obviously like, ninja. We're going to Mysteria. Yeah, if you're yeah. unfamiliar with that, that is where the ninjas. If there isn't a ninja, they could be wrong. Yeah, it's Mysteria. It's like going to Savage Lands with no brute or yeah. something. I, I do like that whole aspect. It's, it's weird to say, though, because like you think about it, 
with the whole wizard aspect. Blues was was Icelander. Mm-hmm. So are we gonna get a remake of an Icelander? I don't know. You'd have to make her elemental, and I don't know if they're gonna have elemental plus a new talent in this set. True. Right? That feels weird or clunky. True. So hey, maybe Mysteria took her powers, man. We don't know. Oh yeah, sure. Did. Maybe she just has the new talent. She, but then like you, you don't get to use any of her old cards. She got melted down, man. She got melted down. <laughs> yeah, lunar wizard or something now. Lunar, yeah, that's fix the, that could be. They clean. can fix the waning moon. And... I mean, the art also has like a uh, like a half half moon kind of in it, so that would make sense. There right? is also that uh, it's a common mask from Outsiders, the Mask of Many Faces. Mm-hmm. Is that the one that lets you uh, pick the name of a card to continue combat? It your, does. Uh, combo combo? Chain? It yep. does. I'm wondering if maybe because they're hinting at the, you know, waning faces of the moon, we might see some hero who might be able to have that as a hero ability. Something akin to Katsu's tutoring, but instead of, like, tutoring up the card, you just get to rename it if the conditions are met. Oh, that'd be interesting. That would be. I. See, I always hate doing some of these speculations because I feel <laughs> I like we're always so far. Where do you so even far. start? Yeah, like where like, do you even start? We we try diving into like the wording of it, and like most of the time, not even close. <laughs> but I'm. We nailed the arena for a fabled though. Yeah, we we did yep. do that. We did do that. We did call the landmark. That is that is true. Yeah, I just hope this set's gonna be but, another good like limited set. Yeah, I feel like they really nailed heavy hitters. And now they kind of have like a, they have kind of like a baseline to go off of, I feel like, you know, and I feel like they're kind of showing that they're less scared to like push that line and give us like cards that are fucking pushed. I mean, cast bones is, is disgusting. Really good. That card's nuts. I do want to say (laughs) we were so hyped and high on ancestral harmony. Seeing that card, apparently in... that card is ass. Well, <laughs> apparently that's not the card to play. Well, I don't know if it's ass. I still think it's okay. The problem with it is like you just whiff sometimes, and then like you attack twice, and you get like two points of value off that's... it or some bullshit. I called that. Well, I... yeah, I guess. I guess it just again, it's one of those cards where like you read it, and you're like, oh, how can this be bad? And I'm not saying it's bad, but in practice, when you actually see the card, like Dylan whiffed like. I think all three times he played them in one of our testing games, you know, oh, he just like Ooh. played it, fucking put Art of War in the bin, played Oof. another one, put you know Ancestral in the bin. Like it was real unlucky, Oof. but it was still just like, oh shit, you really get to see the floor of that card. And I don't think it's as good as we th- maybe initially thought. No, I still think the ceiling on that card is a hell of a lot higher. Floor is. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're not really running too many actions in your in your ninja katsu deck. Um so when you whiff, you're either whiffing on your art of war or you're whiffing on an ancestral, which is a very big feel bad. bad. Yeah, which is a very big feel bad. But at the same time, I did say it's not that great. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember you being the one it's it's just like almost down it's just like a decent tome like like the tome of imperial flame like the ceiling on that card can be very high but at the same time it uh you know it's not game changing where it's making that hero be the top hero of the meta yeah by any means um but you know that card could make that card could make a difference in this new set if we get a ninja so we don't know 
We don't know. Do you do you guys think? I do uh, have a question for you guys. Oh, sorry, Josh. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say another question. You go first. Okay, so we saw from heavy hitters when that set released. We saw them come out swinging hot. We've seen multiple top eights that have had the heavy hitters and the ones that we've expected to see. We've seen Kasai and we've seen Ko doing extremely well in the current meta. What do you guys think the heroes from this next set are going to be? Are, are they going to have that same kind of impact? I know we don't know a whole lot about them, though. But given how we saw heavy hitters perform, do you think it'd be fair to say that it's likely that the heroes from this next set are going to have some absolute dogs in it? You pretty much just took the words out of yeah. my mouth for that question. Yeah. I mean, that was, I was going <laughs> to ask. Josh. No, I was going to ask the exact same <laughs> shit, dude. That... It's a, it's a good question too, and you know they you're right they have impacted. Guardians on the other hand have not really impacted too much on the oh, meta. No, no, I think no they're they're one of the better or maybe not like the best performing right now, but there are definitely a lot of people on Guardian. Right Don't now. get me wrong, like the, Vic, the, Victor's pretty good. Don't yeah, I guess I guess maybe Victor isn't making the impact that Ko is, um, or whatever. But but like. Victor is pulling people from Bravo, and that yeah. means something. Like he's yeah. got to be, he's, there's got to be something there. I still think Victor needs some figuring out. I think players are trying and some fine tuning. Absolutely, yep. absolutely. There's a lot of people excited about Victor, so there's definitely something in that deck that people are seeing. Maybe we just haven't heard it in the community yet. Is the is the real question? Yeah. Um. Do you guys think another good question for the set? Do you guys think so? We've named a couple heroes that we might see return. Um, you guys think they're just going to come out with th three new heroes again, or you think there's going to be five new heroes potentially, like they did in Heavy like Hitters? New characters, you mean? Yeah, yeah, new. Oh my god, because oh my god. that's kind of what we did in Heavy Hitters. I mean, I know KO got a revamp, and Reinar is just Reinar. Kasai got a revamp. Yeah. But like so not technically new characters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if we get that illusion, I have a prediction. New. I have a prediction. What's your what's We're going to get adult we're, we're getting adult Benji this next set. <laughs> Crouching Tigers Dude, maybe. Adult Benji and adult Ira? Question mark. I'm yeah. thinking so cuz blue is generally, you know, that's your least attack power, right? If this set is centered around blues and we're going to be seeing a lot more blues played, what ninja is going to be better at playing blues than all the others? That's true. The one that makes them unblockable from cards from hand. That's true. Tanner's probably losing his mind right now. Once he Please listens to give it. Me what, <laughs> once he hears that, he's just going to be like, "Oh my god." No, it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense though, Cliff. Like um if they're going to do it, why not do it now? This would be the set to do it. This yeah. would be the set to do it. Yeah, You're Benji, right. do you make him have the same ability, or do you just like revamp him like the other one? I feel like they might revamp him. Yeah. Like if we're gonna definitely. do, can you the have unblockable set? damage in CZ? I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. That's hard. If we're gonna do the blue set, I think it has to be akin to what his blitz ability is, but I think it's gonna be centered around the blues, especially since the tome for. The ninjas we saw is also a blue. It would make sense that Benji being released in the set, if he does come, is going to have some benefit for playing blue cards. Like like Ty was saying, Uprising was mainly red. And like if you look at most of the other ninjas, they do run 
like majority blues just because of Kadachis and the Kadachi lock is a hell of a time to fight through when they're just like pitching all their blues, blocking with half their other cards and just saving their cards for Kadachi, 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 Kadachi every turn. Well, not four times in a turn, but you get what I mean by that. Yeah. Um, like Katsu, I would say majority of your deck, I would say like a third almost is blues, which is pretty wild. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's all good speculations. I think the, we've had the thing with Benji too. Like, um, he's actually like got a spot in the story, right? Like in Outsiders, if you remember, he was traveling around with Katsu, trying to find like uh, cures or. Um, and it it initially started off as Katsu alone, so he, he picked up Benji somewhere. Oh, is that uh, is that the story? Okay. Technically, because okay. I just he, know they were in the pits looking for like cures to yep. all those all those um afflictions or, or diseases mm-hmm. um they were happening throughout the like mysteria and all the different tribes in mysteria were like yeah. suffering from blood rot and suffering from the frailty and the inertia and whatever and um that's like why i know they were there in the pits was was there was that so reason. now maybe they're going back to mysteria with the cures and maybe we get that kind of lore with this with this set so yeah you might have nailed that cliff uh, might have nailed the benji thing because it, it makes also sense also makes sense, makes sense that in the uh, Benji being like, you know, unblockable, he's sneaky, kind of like that. If he was the school of the snake ninja, like they kind of hinted at in the text. Well, I think, wouldn't crouching tigers be Benji? Because they're one. They just come in for one. and they're... Um, Well, technically he's... they revamped Ira and they UPF around the table with kind of crouching tigers. her for the crouching tigers. Ira and the UPF um, what, what around the table. What do you mean they table? revamped? Like what, did they just build a deck that... Well, Ira's the same Ira, don't get me wrong, yeah. but they just built her around Crouching Tiger completely. Because, mm. um, you know, the, the Lynx uh, arms are like the legs too, I think they are. Um, so that's where I think the Crouching Tiger is like the mainstay for that. But, yeah. you know, the Crouching Tigers do work well in Benji, I will say. Mm-hmm. Very well. They do work very well. It's hard to hard to say they don't, but... Well, is there anything else you guys want to touch on on this subject? I don't think so. Bailey, any last thoughts you have on it? No, I think we've kind of hit it all. Fair enough. We were also going to get into uh, our monthly February questions. I'm going to have to scroll down here and find them because we were chatting so much in the questions tab where I, I have the ones that started in February, but... Um, I'll just scroll down as we as we answer them. Um, you guys just want to get into the questions right now? Yeah. Yeah, we can get into Everyone good? Question. Um, Carter asks, what is your favorite color? Love these kind of questions. Hmm. Um, hmm. I'm definitely more of a cool color kind of guy, like maybe a blue or a purple. Um, not a big fan of like red or yellow, those loud colors. Um, also a huge Vikings fan, so. Yeah. Uh, I would have to agree with that statement. Some of my favorite, like, Pokemon and shit were fucking blue. Squirtle. You got your Primplup. Were you a, skirt, a Squirtle guy? I was always I love, Charizard. I, I love Charmander. Charizard, don't get me wrong. Yeah. In, like, Charmander. But Squirtle, I always love just because he's, blue has always been my favorite color. I'd have to agree. I don't know. I, I'm a big fan of, like, a, like, dark, like, midnight kind of purple. I feel okay. that. Like it, I don't know. It's a good looking color. Cliff, what about you? 
You see, it's tough for me because I kind of bounce on the fence for Cliff, this one. Cliff has I'm an one... orange vibe. Doesn't he have orange I vibes? Do, I do like orange. I fucking knew it. not my favorite color. I knew it. The contenders would be like the Dodge Racing Purple that they throw on the Charger and Challengers or like <clears> Bailey said, a Midnight Purple. Mm-hmm. But I'm also a big fan of forest green, like the type of green that you see on like a really nice, healthy cedar tree. Nice. That sure. kind of green. Green and purple. That's how I like my kush. <laughs> Gorilla glue. <laughs> um, <laughs> good answers, I think, boys. Yes. Uh, Carter also asks, what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? And I want to say that's from... African somebody. or European? African or European? Yeah, African or European? He, he doesn't go on to say. So I knew it was from something. I just... No, you dunce. That's the answer to the question. It's from the Holy Grail, Monty Python. Yeah, again, like I knew it, he was referring to something. I, I know I know that. I just don't know that. What? You know what? Hold on. <laughs> Bailey's like, uh. Hold on. When, when we were kids and Cliff and I would always, you know, hang out and have our little sleepovers and shit. Every time at dinner, sitting in there with the TV tray after mom cooks dinner and we're watching Monty Python. Every time. So I, I, was never, I was never a big fan of Monty Python. Really? Dude, it's the same thing. Like, my wife loves SNL. And, like, I'll, I'll watch it with her and I'll giggle sometimes. But, like, sketch comedy or that skit kind of comedy, I just, I don't know. I, it Maybe it's just, like, my huge, like, fan. Like, I'm a huge fan of, like, dark stand-up comedy. Like, you know, the Louis C.K.'s, the <laughs> Dave Chappelle's of the world. Like, I, I love that raw kind of like, you know, dark comedy and that slapstick shit, Monty Python stuff. I just, I don't know, man. Never been a big fan of that stuff, but that's that's just me. I, I know what you mean. Um, Let's see. Dylan asks, oh, this is funny because I, I remember, so, so when Starville or when KO came out and Yuki won that tournament that weekend, mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, boys, we got a new Starville on our hands, you know. So he's kind of roasting me here, but he says, well, Tyler comparing KO to Starvo, do you guys think something out of his deck will get banned or will LSS let him run rampant? This was like a knee jerk reaction type question, I think. Yep. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think there's anything bannable in the format really at all right now. I think it's wide open. I think every deck can do the thing they're trying to like, you know, do yeah. they're, they're all, they all can be strong. Um, I mean, I guess if there is a card or, it, you know, his best card is Cast Bones, hands down. Yeah. Like that card is insane. Um, you but kinda, I, you got to build your whole deck around that card, though. 100%, yeah. There's deck costs, like, to, to having that in your yeah. deck, you know. You cannot Absolutely. run a lot of, like, non-attacks. No. And I've seen lists that don't even run Blood Rush, which is, I mean, that's wild to me. I, I don't understand that. That card's but, too good to not run. Yeah. That's, that's the hard I think, thing like, about it. I think the only non-attacks you're running our blood rush cast bones and like maybe that's it maybe reckless swing like i know they still probably play that card like maybe berserk they still play reckless berserk Berserk is a card i've seen kale's tribe but you also have to build your deck kind of around around berserk Berserk, right so that's the question not not a lot of not attacks maybe you run one of the blood rush or berserk you gotta go either way yeah for sure yeah what were you gonna say cliff sorry cut you off there you you definitely want Reckless Swing in KO because, yeah, he's a really aggro deck, but you still 
if you can have the opportunity to run a class-specific defense reaction, I think you should. And Reckless Swing with KO makes every single one of his attacks a hit for Reckless Swing. Wesley won his first game on, against that victor he was playing because of Reckless Swing. Yeah. So yeah. Reckless Swing is still lurking in the shadows for that. He's killed me with that card a couple times. He killed me with a Reckless Swing when I was on Riptide. Do you know how mad I was about that? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, even if you're... He I mean, pinged like, the ping god. The way Cast Bones reads, too, is like if you rip, let's say, two cards that are not attack actions, you're still getting plus five damage off of Cast Bones. Yeah. That's insane still. It's a zero for five, which, yeah, is above The grade. other above thing grade. about Cast Bones is it doesn't need to have the mites generated off of it. So you can instant discard on Mighty Windup to create your two mites and then Cast Bones, get your two whiffs, but you still get up to six to get the plus six and the agility. Yeah. Yeah, the the craziest things I've seen KO do is when they get the two action points off the boots and then they just like play cast bones into an attack. <laughs> so then they still have like the cast bone value on the following turn while they attack you. Because a lot yep. of times when they don't have that play, they'll just play cast bones, sometimes with a full grip. Sometimes they'll just be like, I have this full hand. I could pr like they don't have an agility, so they probably don't have the, you know, go again or the means to. So then it's the, the, the decision is, well, do I attack with this? this red attack or do I just play cast bones arsenal it and just go yeah. to the next turn and most times they'll just play the cast bones with a full hand yeah um but like when you activate the boots and have two actions like that's where it gets kind of nutty yeah and I remember thinking like KO was going to be a they were going to try to abuse scab skins and you really don't need to roll it very much like you're you get so many agilities that you know that's what I've been saying I, yeah. I think the fact that scab skins are so inconsistent and the well, fact it's that a you 50 have 50. I mean, it's not terribly yeah. inconsistent. It's a 50 50. You're getting more than, 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 not, no, not it's if you 66, roll like 33. I do. Well, well, no, if you get a, if you get a four, five, or six, you get two action points. One, two, or three, you, you, you don't. You're toast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's like, it's a coin flip to, well, to get the, to then get the you only get one action point. And then you lose it because that's your no, yeah. You run point. the risk of like losing. Yeah, I guess, but yeah, if you roll right, a two it's... or a three, nothing happens. You just yep. gain one. Yep. You know, if you roll a one, obviously you're fucked. But if you roll a four, five, or six, which is you know, that's half of the dice. So yeah. I mean, it's technically a fifty-fifty. Yeah. But like, there was I, I played against one KO that actually rolled scabskins every turn, like every single turn, and like he whiffed once, but he still ended up beating me that game because like he was just like pumping out these action points, dude. And he yep. didn't even need the fucking agility tokens. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it's just nice to have that three block. 100%. Like most of that legendary equipment. Yeah. You know? All of it has battle worn and shit. Yeah. And yeah. 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 But we're brutes have a really good kit. They do. They have a really, really strong armor kit right now. I think too, like the brutes scowling flesh bag is fucking nuts. Kit. The new gloves are great. They got the Apex mm -hmm. Bone Breakers, Scabbies, and then, uh, honestly, do you, what do you want to run as the chess piece? Honestly, do you just want to run Tunic? Yeah, I think most of them are or running Tunic Or do you want right to do Barkbone? No, 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 no. Barkbone's still a battle-worn no. one, and then you get the chance at getting more, but... No, you if you're going to go the for more... the, if you're going to go for the one turn, like, get get the big amount of resource you just run hard and cross trap Wes asked me that same question and I was like dude just honestly run tunic and like all your matches no no it's it's yeah it's probably so like I'm sure some KOs are trying the heart and cross trap or they're maybe bringing that in for like the super aggro like I want to kill my opponent as fast mm -hmm. as I can 
If you're playing um, like a Fi or yeah, you know, yeah. Some if of you're playing guys, Guardians yeah. or someone that's going to be blocking you, you play the Tunic for the long game to yep. get the more more than the two resources. But Heart and Crossstrap does what Barkbone does, like what Barkbone but wants better. to do, but it does it every time. Yeah, like you don't have to rely on dice with with Heart and Crossstrap. You just get the two cost and. Well, I guess if you got your like ready to roll, you're not playing ready to roll in fucking Kale. <laughs> you're thinking <laughs> I see those cogs moving up there. <laughs> you're, I'm thinking about his you're thinking new, old. I'm you're thinking, thinking old. Well, KO. even his new KO specialization is like re-roll a die or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but again, like nobody's running that. No, nobody's running. It's that. weird. I'm gonna do like, it just to run the knucklehead <laughs> and re-roll a fucking knucklehead for six. <laughs> Let's go. You show up with KO. You got the knucklehead. Your opponent's like, wait, what's going on here? What are you doing? You're just a dice rolling <laughs> KO deck. Let's go. Because I suppose like Josh you still get to play his old specialization too. You do. Yeah. yeah. So, gosh, you know what? We should almost try to find a build, like a, a dice rolling KO build, because I'm sure you can just build. I'm gonna some do cool, it. You should, I'm gonna do it. You should just to fuck around and play. I got, I got Please, my Josh. my UPF KO. That's just jank, and then I'll I'll build a rolling KO for Blitz. I don't know if I'll do a CC build on on that. Yeah. That's pretty wild, but I will. I'll do it, Cliff, just for you. Um. Okay. Well, our next and question. Oval team. Comes and Oval team. Yeah, yeah. He's he's our KO, uh, our OG KO player. Um, next question comes from Squidward. That's Drew, correct? Yes, it is. Um, Squidward asked, do you guys think that there is a lot of overreaction to certain heroes and cards early in sets and how that impacts the card market? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, short answer is yes. There's the, obviously a long-winded answer here, but I think the biggest part that that plays into it is if the cards are being used, you know, the collectible cold foils will always like hold value and have, have a price. Did you, did you guys see the singularity buyout, by the way? You, you all yeah, that was nuts. What is well, it like 12 or 1300? Well, that, the other day it was like the lowest was 1200, but like the last sold, I think was still around 600 or yep. five or 600 or something. So you, I mean, it's a little deceptive. It's obviously not valued at 1200 until someone buys it. And then people can yeah. ask for that. But but yeah, it did get bought out, and um, I mean that's that's a, actually a good example of what I was saying. Where like if it's collectible, it will hold value, no matter, or what. most likely go up over time, because for, tech is not being played at sake, all. Even even so, Emperor, the Marvel oh yeah, Emperor, no, right. still at like eight hundred, nine hundred. Probably not being played very much. You know, no. not a lot of people really like you know focusing on Blitz right now. Um, so those cards are just like collectible, like are very very high highly collectible. Um, but then you look at cards like cast bones, like, isn't that still like probably a $20 card, $15, mm-hmm. $20 card or something? You got, you got some of those majestics that are just pretty bonkers mm-hmm. and they're going to hold their value. Yep. And, um, and it's, it's really, I think largely due to just playability yep. in, in heavy hitters. You can see how, how these cards are actually impacting the meta and, and not just one hero, multiple heroes in that class. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the playability in all the heroes in that class, mm-hmm. not just one. What do you guys think, Bailey, Cliff? Uh, do you want me to take this one first, Bailey? Yeah, go for it. Alrighty. So I think, uh, you know, when they're spoiling cards, you get the list released every week, and then there's a like a certain majestic that has a text line that'll trigger a lot of thoughts in people, and they go, yo, that card's sick. That's probably going to be like the money card, kind of how we thought the... Um, the ninja tome was going to be 
We thought that was going to be a big player. Maybe not so much on Josh's end, but me, Bailey, and Ty were in pretty strong agreement that we thought that was going to be a decently expensive card. And we were... still is, though. It's still like 20, 20 30 bucks, is it not? Yeah, it's 20 No. No. Is it Jackie down to 10 <laughs> you should You should just Jack- look it up live. Jack- I'll, look, I'll look it up live right now. You guys yep. look it up and... Uh, I, I got it right now. Reactions. Hold on. Give me about... Three more seconds. It's it's gonna shock your pants off, Bailey and get, uh, Tyler. Holy crap! I couldn't remember your name for a second. Two dollars wow. and twenty five cents am I, am for I the low right now, bro. Am I that forgettable? Yes. Two dollars and twenty five cents on the Wait, low right now. Are you fucking kidding? No, dead serious. It's two dollar card. Two dollars and twenty five cents. Why did that tank so much? Well, maybe it's just because they're realizing it's actually like. A liability sometimes. Yeah, I mean the market value is at three nineteen, but they're selling on the low for two twenty five. You can find them at. Wow. I think the other big thing there is uh, everyone was kind of excited for a new Katsu, and we wanted to see like Katsu come out swinging after that card dropped. We we're like, yes, get Katsu out of here. Let's see some like you know them bring in some new ninjas, which they are, but Ko and Victor and Kasai just had a lot more meat where K- Katsu just didn't, you know? Mm-hmm. There was a lot more that they had going through, especially the, the interaction that KO gets off of all the blue five power brute or in the dual class cards is just insane. Victor gets this whole cool thing where he's getting a bunch of gold and breaking them to draw cards, do all this Kasai gets to do her thing where she gets to create all the copper and do the blood on her hands and do the create her cell swords. Yeah. Tatsu kind of, he, he gets this card, right, but he doesn't have the viability that the others do due to just how they how they work. They've just got a lot more operation going on for them. This card is just inconsistent. I think that's just mainly what's going on here. Like. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. with, with Wes's, or go go ahead, Bailey. What were you saying? That, that that's I mean, really, what's gonna make or break a lot of those majestics is like, can they do their thing consistently? You, yep. And the harsh thing about ancestral harmony too is that you you do have to hit the right combo card. I guess that's a good point. Well, I mean, you can still play it at the end of your chain for free damage, though, right? No matter what. Yeah. Like, well, you're not getting the trigger, or you're not getting, like, the chain. Like, uh, Lord of Wind, if you go all the way to the Lord of Wind combo or Dishonor combo, it doesn't have go again. So it's not like you're throwing it. You have to break your Snapdragons for it. Right. Yeah, I suppose I you would. I suppose, yeah. And that's just a waste of value. To well, be a lot honest, of those combo cards just have go again naturally, though, Because I'd rather just go, you know... No, a lot of them have go again conditionally. You... You yeah, have I suppose to you're right. I suppose you're actually, right, I I don't know. I've been looking into ninja a lot lately. Because imagine, imagine if you rip your e strike off the top too. Toast. Oh right, right. Yeah, Toast. He, he plays e strikes in his deck. Can't even use it. Yeah. Because it it has to be a combo card. Yep. Yep. And like the damage you're getting is usually not a lot. <laughs> like it it. The card, if you can get it up to, like, being a zero for four, like, that's actually really good. That's, like, the the ceiling. You're yep. not attacking a ton of times after you play this card, it feels like. Or just in testing with Dylan. It just, I was not impressed by this card. I don't think he was very impressed with it either after testing a bunch. Um, he was he was thinking about getting off Katsu and going on to Fi this weekend. And I don't know. I think, 
I think you should stay on Katsu. I think Katsu is still really, really good. But yeah, was that that was all kind of Wes's question, wasn't it? Are we? Uh, no, that, that was that was Drew's, Drew's question about Drew's, about the value that, of that's cards. Actually, that's actually the playability. Sorry. Yep. Um, yeah, I hope uh, I hope we answered that question for you. <laughs> so the Drew. biggest takeaway for that, just to you know condense all that waffling that we had. The main takeaway from that is although you might see some fluctuation in card price when the card is spoiled, the main factor for them, especially the Majestics, which is what I think he's referring to, is is it viable and will it do what it's trying to do? Yep. That's the main takeaway from that question. Mm -hmm. Yep. Ancestral mm -hmm. would be a good example of how it's not performing, and Cast Bones would be a good example of how it is performing. And you know? I mean, even pre-existing cards, like when when they spoiled Kasai, Blood on Our Hands, the foil was like a thirty-dollar card almost. Yeah. Well, did you see Cashins go up too? Yeah, Cashins at like an eight-dollar card. That's yeah, almost right ten now. bucks. Yep. Ten bucks right now, aren't they? Yeah, like eight to ten. I should go That's pick insane. all mine. I'm, I'm sure I have fucking fifty of those somewhere, dude. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I should look. I'm, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look this week. Do it. Um, okay, we have another question. Uh, this one is also from Dylan, and then we have another one from Dylan. Again, these are not all back to back. Like same no, week from him. No. This is just our monthly kind of question uh, mailbag type of thing. We're gonna try to stick to. Um, he asked last week. He said, uh, "What are your guys' thoughts on hard cases uh, versus just double sleeving your equipment?" Oh, I will hard case all of my legendary equipment at least yeah i uh used to kind of be a big hater <laughs> when i would see people with the hard sleeves or the or the 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 hard cases until i like you know got like a cold foil skull cap and my gold foil bracers and mm -hmm. so it's like yeah i mean i'll uh i'll put the i'll put the hard cases on like the, the high value cards for sure but I mean, you can still fit a sleeve inside of the hard case most of the time. Yeah. And a, oh, and yeah. You, you I know, don't want to put it in there raw dog, dude. I know Ovaltine yeah. responded to it, too, about, like, the Japanese mini um, snaps. The mm -hmm. mini snaps are amazing. The fact yeah. that they can fit in your game genic yeah. boxes, too. That's what's huge. Amazing. Yeah, dude, I know. Best I wish, thing ever. I wish the, hard, the magnetic one, one touches would yeah. fit in your deck boxes more. That's the issue that I usually run into, which makes me not even fucking want to have them. But I'm also not going to roll up with gold foils and a cold foil skull cap and not have them hard case. So I yep. have to like carry them in a separate like area yep. with my in my bag. It's so it's so dumb. I got them on most of like my dragons just displaying and like I remember buying those right away for like most of my Starvo shit and I had to keep all my Starvo shit somewhere else and I was like fuck dude. It got yeah. so annoying. It's a, yeah, it's annoying. I mean, then you just I, have to get a good box for it, though. But. Yeah. Then, then I went and found the mini snaps, and I fell in love. Mm -hmm. They're the best things ever. Highly recommended. Um. Okay. Well, that one kind of it does that one. And then this will be our last question, and we will probably try to get the fuck out of here after that. Uh, Dylan also asked yesterday, what do you guys do for back-to-back -back big tournaments for adjusting your decks? Do you run the same list in hopes to have better turnout or do you revamp or full send? <laughs> I'd like to think we full send around here quite a bit. Uh, uh, Bailey? I just full send. Oh, yeah. I, no changes, nothing. I'll just fuck it. Bailey Thanks doesn't even look at his list. He's like, oh, wait, I have that card in here. <laughs> He's filling out his deck list. You, you, Oh, yeah, no, I definitely just full fucking send. Like, I, <laughs> as long as there's no, like, illegal cards in my list, sometimes I won't even look at it. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think a big part of it for me is just like how I felt the deck performed. Um, this is actually kind of a good, I was going to ask you guys this, this, his question honestly just reminded me of this. Um, there was not a Kano in the room this last weekend. I have six spots in my deck for Kano. Woof. Um, I feel like that was a missed opportunity to be honest. Well, it makes me think like, do I just like add more poppers or something to like shore up the Dromai match? Cause I kind of know Dromai's will be there. Like, you know, dro- like some Dromai's will mm-hmm. be there. Um, yeah. I don't know if Kano's will be there. I'm guessing if we're going to go off of this last weekend, no. But I also like don't want to run that risk of like auto lossing to, to Kano. But like, do I cut the rusted relics in Oasis for like draw my help and prism help and then like get bit by a Kano? I would hate, I would hate that. Honestly, I think you just it's probably safer though to cut maybe, the Kano stuff. Maybe get rid of the rusted relics and just keep your no, Oasis. No. no, no. If I'm going to get rid of anything, it's Oasis because Oasis legitimately comes in only against Kano. I use rusted relic into draw my and into prism. I uh, yeah, into some right. of those. You're right. You're right. You're it was right. really funny. Andrew Rothermel and I were outside when we were talking, um, or not really, I mean, I was kind of overhearing, or he was overhearing something about how I was like, I was joking around how I had a plan for Kano's, because we were talking about my, my deck, and he's like, what do you got, the rusted relics in there? And I was like, dude, you called it, like, how did yeah. you, how did you even, Absolutely. I don't know, it felt like fucking everyone sleeps on that card, or doesn't even know what it does. Absolutely, and um, maybe, maybe you just go, get rid of, you know, well, it's hard to say get rid of t- two to go down to one that's what i would do though i would i would get rid of the the problem though again is like a vincent or a viscerai like if i play vincent or viscerai on the off chance and i only have the one like i'd much rather have the three to try to establish well would you just well, once you just keep your achilles accelerator no because you no, kind of no, no, want no. that in no your, you you want the singularity plan into, singularity, into room yeah, blades yeah. you just like if i only have the one rusted relic that means i have to play around it on the first cycle when i have it in hand which mm-hmm. can which can be like clunky sometimes if i'm trying to like establish an evo um but like if i have 3 of them i can kind of like either play the very first one or if i pitch that first one then i still know i have two coming you know what i mean i guess i mean yeah get rid of your oasis throw in maybe junkyard dog or some shit you got junkyard actually, dog in there i that? actually have those six the, or yeah the 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 three blues three reds I was thinking maybe like Liquid Cool Mayhem, uh, Mayhem Reds, because yeah, yeah. like those become zero for sixes, um, and they're poppers. Um, I don't know if just like upping the popper count in my deck is even gonna really do anything though. That's the thing. Like some turns I'd have multiple poppers against Joseph, and it just didn't matter um, because of cards yeah. like cards like Miragai or, or Miragai and, 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 and Passing Mirage. Um, Technically, if they get out a Thamai, can you do anything on their turn? Like no. instant? You can't. Yeah, yeah. You, you, so you, the, the window, actually, he did play a Thamai against me, and I responded to play one of my Evos um, from my okay. Banish because there is a window when they play the card before it actually resolves where I have an opportunity to play instance. But once it's out, though, can... No, no, no. Once it hits the battlefield, like... like That's after, that. Yeah, like, well, I have to kill it. I've, yeah, yeah. On my main phase, yeah. then, you know. You just leveler it or some some shit. Well, so leveler only gets up to three damage. I think that thing has four health. Pretty sure. It might have three health. I thought the Mai had four, though. Either way, I have to have, like, all four fucking Evos to have the leveler get up to three. Oh, well, okay. I actually have... uh, I bring in the Plasma Pistol against Dromai. I've been doing that now with the Induction Chambers. It is four life. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I would need, like, an Induction Chamber to give a go again. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pistol twice for two. Yep. Um, 
but yeah, I guess not to go on a long-winded answer for Dylan's question, I think it just all depends. You know, it's a there's really no right or wrong answer. I feel like it's really just like you you play the first time, you get your matchups. You know, you play your matchups, and then you kind of just tweak maybe mm-hmm. a tiny bit, and you well, find you cards see, you that are see like, the meta what people are playing too. Yeah, you find the cards that are, that didn't really benefit you too much, and you're like, okay, fuck this card, get it out of here. I will say too, going from tournament to tournament, players switch decks a lot, so all the know. time. Maybe this week, you know, I know our, uh, well, I think he's part owner of Dumpster Cat, Anthony. He, um, he's a avid Kano player. Every time I see him, he's on Kano. And this, uh, this weekend he was on Victor. Really? Uh, yep. Yep. And, uh, so that's another thing where it's like, I saw him on Victor and I was like, oh man, I wonder if there's like no Kano's in the room and it started making me feel bad about my, like having those six spots. Like, man, I could really like use some help in other areas probably, mm-hmm. you know? Um, especially the popper aspect like you were God, saying i mean yeah maybe i like cut a couple oases or something and maybe keep one or two or something and one's nice to, for that aether wildfire yeah trade. you just maybe arsenal that one because you don't i mean maybe that's the ticket you just because if they double aether wildfire you're still able to block out one the thing with... is if you're playing against a good kano player and they realize what i'm doing they'll just pitch stack and just not even attack me on my main phase and, like, let me... Like, they'll just, like, sit there and just c- continuously, like, pitch stack until they double ether me at the end of the game, you know, or double wildfire. Like, yeah. Like, I don't think I can fatigue a good Kano player. It's going to be, like, really tough for, like, a really well-experienced pitch stacker, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like. And I'm not saying, like, we have those players in the area, but I know Anthony. Anthony's killed me on Kano before, so... Yeah. But seeing him not play Kano makes me think, man... I can probably afford to cut some of these cards, but it all depends, man. Yep. You know, it all depends. Yep. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, I would just be cautious on that because I imagine you'll see a lot of repeat faces at this next tournament. Yeah. And I imagine that a lot of them will probably be like, oh, there wasn't a Kano. Yeah. I wonder if I brought Kano. I also so, would. Just be careful. <laughs> yeah. I also would love to play a Kano and win at one of these and to have people see it because it's kind of one of those things where you're like, oh, no, I beat Kano's. It's like, yeah, okay, shut up. No, you don't. Like, no, I have. I swear, I swear to God, I have. Stream, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not even talking about you and I. No, game. yeah, I know. I've beaten Dude. Kano's on Talishar before and stuff. They go, what the fuck? Yeah, they never know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. But again, it's if I'm playing against like fucking Majin Bay, he's just going to pitch stack my ass and oh, yeah. not let me do anything. Brendan Patrick, if he's out there, I mean, I know he's casting recently, but well, I think he's getting back into playing. We listen to Arsenal pass. Uh, we're, we're big Arsenal pass fans here. Um, and uh, yeah, I think he's getting out of casting. He had some issues the last time, this last tournament with the whole casting world. And I think he's wanting to play, which it's, actually, it's one hard of our, to not play. One of our judges, Danny, he said the same thing to me this last week and he's like, you know, I think I'm just going to try to play more and quit judging and stuff. So that's, that was cool to see Danny shout out to him too. Yeah. Get to see him this weekend. One of our old locals. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that kind of about does it. You guys got anything else? Nope. Not, Not on my end. Well, sweet. Uh, Sean, go play KO. Tanner, go play KO. <laughs> Everybody, play Everyone KO. just play KO this weekend. <laughs> Everyone at the <laughs> shop going to the RTNs. Bailey, just play KO. Oh wait, you're you have to work. Nah, I go nom 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 to KO. Yeah, yeah, probably. You probably do more damage than KO on a consistent. Well, yeah, I mean, you you're the crazy max from, max from v the... max v dash with levelers. Mm-hmm. So. 
once the uh, when me and Wesley were testing, it was not favorable into KO. But I feel like doesn't KO have like the item destruction and all that bullshit? Or maybe they're not running these cards. Doesn't really matter for dash. The items, yeah, they can they help out quite a bit and they can be pretty critical. But I mean, if you blow up a boom grenade on me and that's what fantastic, I'm just gonna throw twenty at you anyway. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, boys, let's get the fuck out of here. Absolutely. Well, we always like to say thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. You can always join the Discord. We always have the link in the show notes. You can send us an email at bigdeckenergycast at gmail.com. That's in the show notes as well. But, you know, I think we had some good talks today. Excited for the new sets. And we hope to catch you guys next week. As we like to say, signing off. Peace. We'll see see you next week. As always, it's a pleasure.